Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Learning out. It's just another Marvel An all-new Marvel Monday here Hello. on the Nerd Not Podcast. What up? Marvel Monday for the time being. Yes. It's about to become a Marvel weekday. Look, Monday <laughs> is also a weekday, so... <laughs> I think we're work. resigned to it. When Loki comes out on Wednesday, June 9th. But right now, still Marvel Monday. And we're doing the Marvel Rewatch Project today. We are talking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. hey Talking Man. about it. Myself, Cameron. Hello. Randy. Hi. Where the hell's Courtney? Courtney, welcome. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. She bailed. Lost in space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lost in space. Something about her parents visiting and blah, blah, yeah, blah. Some family's important to her. Being I don't, all selfish. Know, I don't get it. I, I think Whatever. It's, I think it's crazy now have, as a society, we haven't developed an app that will pick people up for you. And take them to destination. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, oh, it's called over or get left it. or left get or sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> so please like and subscribe to the podcast. Like I said, changes are coming, so mm-hmm. be sure you're subscribed. Some exactly, changes. so you don't miss anything. Also follow us on social Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter, Nerdin' Out on Instagram. Now we recently found out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three will be hitting theaters May fifth, twenty twenty three, which will wrap up. James Gunn's trilogy of Guardians movies. It was just around the corner. And yeah. I'm not sure. Are the Guardians part of the MCU moving forward after this trilogy? Mm. I think, I don't know, honestly. It's hard to say. I mean, I would love them to show up in Avengers movies or another Thor movie. I thought yeah. about that a lot, actually, as I rewatched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, mm-hmm. because I remember how big the movie was when it first covered the, when, when the first one, first came out. guardians. Yeah. And you know, it was like kind of the first time that uh, like anything Marvel was super funny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very, very, you know, punchy. And, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like I after don't lose that a couple years that the guardians became way less important in people's minds than mm. the Avengers as a whole. Okay. And so in terms of relevancy, I, I, I think, they might be kind of on the way out. I find that really hard. I mean, I find that depressing. I find it depressing. I believe you. I do too, but I, it, I have an entire know. ride dedicated to them at Disney. I know. Yeah. California Adventure. Oh, I know. I that know. is a lot of fun. So like, even if they get phased out, we're going to be constantly reminded of them. It's true. Hmm. All right. Well, Z- uh, Dave Batista has been doing a lot of interviews because Zack Snyder's army of the dead is He's right around the corner. And talk always turns to guardians three. And, yeah. uh, he's got a big quote here. And I'll be interested in your takes. He said, as far as Guardians 3, that's a full journey. We started together. Not a lot of people, unless you were seriously into comics, even knew who the Guardians were. People were speculating, oh, a professional wrestler playing Drax? Is this maybe going to be the first Marvel movie to flop? It was a lot of that out until the film came out and people fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. Now, these are not my words. I don't want to get beaten up for this. But I've heard people say this is like the new Star Wars. People are going to look back on Guardians the way our generation looks back on Star Wars. Someone's saying that. And like, that's a bold statement. Mm. That hits me. It's yet to be seen. But if I can have somebody feeling the way about Guardians, the way I feel on Star Wars, that's a life worth living. That's a legacy, man. I'm really excited to wrap up this whole journey with these guys. I love them. Love the Guardians cast like family. They know it. I think everybody knows it. I'm pretty vocal about it. Okay. I think initial reactions to that statement is, I believe that somebody said that, but (laughs) I, 
don't think the Guardians of the Galaxy themselves mm-hmm. are going to hold the same amount of clout that Star Wars does as a whole. But yeah. I think I do agree that people will look back at the MCU the way that people looked back at Star Wars. I think the MCU Just not the is Guardians a whole, trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, personally, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I get where he's you know the angle that he's taking, but to compare Guardians to Star Wars is a I, and like it's he said, that's a bold statement. It's a very bold statement. Not not because I don't agree. Like, I love Guardians of the Galaxy, but mm-hmm. if I were to get a room of people who are, you know, Marvel fans, there's no way you can convince all of them to agree on mm-hmm. Guardians being that of equivalent to Star Wars. I, I think maybe you could, but only if Guardians was maybe one of the first movies you've ever seen, if you were like seven. Sure. Or eight. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the first Guardians, I... I Back when we did our little like uh, March Madness bracket thing, it was one of my you know my finalists because mm-hmm. I remember that was the first Marvel movie I saw that really stuck with me. I was like, oh, I can rewatch this a bunch of times. It's the the mood is so much different than the past movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's serious, but it's not taking itself. It was too so seriously. fun to see in theaters with people. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember how funny it was because and like you said you know yeah. i had no idea who the guardians were mm-hmm. even when Most i saw this on yeah. the movie slate i'm like nope. what are the guardians Th- no idea this is my first um my first introduction to a superhero or hero group in which it just like logistically didn't make sense because you had a raccoon and like a tree <laughs> yeah. person to- right. totally like, weird yeah. when like prior you know we had iron man we a had green Thor, lady and i remember mm-hmm. when it got announced i was like a raccoon and a tree person how's I that know. gonna work i know and it yeah. was just it was one of my fondest memories watching in the theaters maybe it will maybe it does have maybe. the cloud then i don't know yeah. because you know when we talk star wars randy you know for the longest time even you cameron didn't you associate the one two and three i was on the very yeah. latter edge of of both Okay. Because I was around the time when they did the re-release of the remastered um, original trilogy, like on VHS, a couple mm-hmm. different times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they were in every house I ever went to, and they were constantly on and stuff like that. And so I was familiar with those before the prequel trilogy. Okay. But I think right up there with it. it but was Randy, 50, the prequels yeah. the first for you. Yeah, the prequels mm-hmm. were the first. And so that was my introduction. So when I saw the original, it was such a night and day difference. Yeah. You know, for but, sure. But I also feel like Guardians, the first one, is a night and day difference because it to me it seemed like the first movie that had a personality. You know, because all the uh, other yeah. ones, all the other ones are sort of just you have the hero, you have a villain, you know, uh, Iron Man, Thor, whatever. But with Guardians, you know, you had fresh take, fresh colors, yeah, mm-hmm. bright, vibrant yeah. colors. Yeah. You know, music to fit scenes. Yep. Yeah, you know, and like I like one of the main things that stands out to me with Guardians is the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. oh for it, sure, because it complements the film so well. Yep. So I agree with Ravi so, though. Oh, the idea the soundtrack of, is so good. The idea of, uh, of the Guardians fading away is uh, it's a bit of a bummer. Makes me quite sad. I mean, it's all a bummer. I and mean, when you think about it, like I, Iron Man is sure, one Robert of my favorites of all yeah. time. And Just, the fact that he, spoiler alert, yeah. and allegedly is done. What? Yeah. Uh, that's Chris very Evans. depressing. Yeah. Chris Evans, oh, yeah. Captain America. The, yeah. the fact that we're kind of, you know, shoveling in a new generation of heroes, even Black Widow. Sure. The movie's coming yeah. out, but yeah. the heavy, heavy rumors mm-hmm. is that, what's her name again? Fleur uh, de Pew. Fleur de Pew. Florence Pew. Yeah. I always get her, you know, I always think when you say her name, I think of the character from Harry Potter. Fleur. Oh, Fleur de Lee. Yeah. I always or, think of Fleur de Clore or whatever. It, for, yeah. 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 I, I feel like what's, but, the, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just saying like, I, I it's, it's a fact that we're ushering in a new generation yeah. of heroes, yeah. but it is depressing. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's pump it back. Pump it. Okay, here we go. Hey, up. up. So we're dealing with uh, the middle movie in this trilogy, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes. It came out May 5th, 2017. Wow. And Courtney and I saw it together. Is it that recent? A few days before that. You think May 5th, 2017 is recent? recent? I do, yeah. It is 2021, dog. I yeah. understand. But if you think about all the movies that came out between 2017 and now, there's a lot. There's a ton of stuff. I don't know. I feel like this because this last year was such a drag that four years feels just a little bit more. And I feel you know, because lengthy. James Gunn got fired off the third. Yeah. Then took another job. Then got rehired. Then got rehired. It's been a long time. I I know it has, but it doesn't okay. seem like it. All right. What a crazy move to fire him. I mean, <sighs> I, I get the angle, but did you see the report too that like now that he's putting out Suicide Squad, he no longer wants to do the whole Thunderbolts thing because he's like he already oh, yeah. scratched that itch. 
That's crazy. I get that, though. Mm, Creatively. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Andy says Suicide Squad's his favorite thing that he's ever done. Big words. Those are big, (laughs) big words. It should be fun. Now, when I saw this in the theater in May of 2017, I did not care for it. Oh. Yeah. I was meh. And why do you think that is? I don't know. I've been trying to figure out where I was personally. Okay. I was having (laughs) struggles with my family. Okay. And maybe Uh that was not something I wanted to see portrayed on the big screen. Sure. That's that's true. This was a close to home movie. Right. So I haven't seen it since I just rewatched it for Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen it. Mm -hmm. Maybe like little pieces here and there. Yeah. So let's, let's grade it. Let's give it a grade Cameron. Uh, I give it a, I'm going to give it a B minus a B minus. Yeah. Okay. Give it a B flat. You know, I'm a, I'm a a guardians, just a, you know, straight B, no plus minus. I'm a fan, but it's, Kind of hard to capture the magic the first one had. Okay. Okay. So give it a B. I gave it an A minus. See? Okay. I told you. (laughs) I told you. I really, really enjoyed it. I told you that you were going to like it more. I did. Yeah. Where was I in May of 2017? Apparently in a dark hole. You know what's funny is the opposite happened to me. Yeah. Same with me too. I see this B minus. Mm -hmm. What is that about? I liked it less than I liked it the first time. Wow. And I think it's because I, I also rewatched the original one okay. somewhat recently. And so I think like I, I enjoy the story mm-hmm. and I enjoy like Kurt Russell in it mm-hmm. and a lot of things about it. But I agree with Randy. I feel like it's a completely different take than yeah. the first movie. And I'm not talking about like series of events. Obviously, sure, sure. movie to movie, those are going to be different. But it just seems like a very different play. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I haven't seen the OG Guardians in quite a while either, and uh-huh. I didn't watch it first on purpose. Really? Which yes. I think that makes because sense. Because I thought it might affect how I felt about For Guardians sure. yeah, see, too. And that, I was just trying to watch it mm-hmm. as a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that might reflect migrating because whenever I do rewatch Guardians 2, I have to watch the first one because I love it so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. And so watching it, like my... My opinion of the second one didn't really differ. I didn't get worse. If anything, it just solidified the fact to me that I enjoy one much more than yes. I enjoy two. Now, that being said, I still really like this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. B minus sounds like it's a bad grade. It does. It's, it's not still, a bad grade, people. It's still passing. <laughs> That's above an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. Think about that. Guess what? Straight B minuses, 3.0 still. Exactly, Randy. <laughs> You're advancing to the next grade. Exactly. <laughs> Who, who's your MVPs of this movie? The MVPs? Yeah. Um, definitely Quill mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Hondu. Hondo? Yondu? Yondu. I always, I can't, I don't know why. <laughs> his these name, are difficult names. His mother effing name. Mm-hmm. It always pisses me off. I trip up on it. Okay. Um, and I mean, honestly, those two are the big standouts for me. Yeah. Uh, Probably the latter more than the former. I have Michael Rooker as Yondu mm-hmm. as an MVP. Karen Gillan. As Nebula. Definitely. Is probably one of the most underrated players in the MCU. I th- she's What's crazy excellent. about her she is, excellent. is she's unrecognizable as right. herself. Yeah. Right. Obviously the makeup and all mm-hmm. that. Sure, sure. Clearly. But like completely different person. Mm-hmm. But completely she, different. She is acting her heart out in this role. So good. And she's very aggressive. Uh, she is. <laughs> and I got to go with Bradley Cooper as Rocket. That is an outstanding <laughs> vocal performance. I mean, all Vin Diesel has to do is I am Groot. Look, that was outstanding Granted, as well. different inflections and stuff think, like that. Do you think he busts that out one day? But Bradley Cooper's Probably. really selling it. He is. No way. That is at least I, two I would or also three days say, of work. It, I, it does sound vaguely like Bradley Cooper, but he does a good job of masking right, his own exactly. voice, too. I mean, it's probably through filters and stuff. Yeah. But. MVPs. Who's your MVPs in this movie, Randy? Uh, I have to agree. Yondu. And mm-hmm. uh, just for me, this was the... Again, because I love Guardians so much, maybe it just stands out to me more. But I love the evolution of the characters in within the Guardians yeah. universe. Because in the first movie, you kind of learn to resent some of these people. And then the oh, second for sure. one, it's completely different. Granted, there has for been sure. some stuff that's transpired in the middle with other films, you know. But with this one, it was just, it was so different. And so yeah, and me, I love his story. Yeah. It's so, a very complex yeah. character that, it's one of those things like we always talk about, you're not sure at first when you meet him how you're supposed to feel about him. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up becoming like one of your favorite people. And, and I think true. what stands out to me the most though is that because 
these are all, you know, a set of movies leading to a conclusion. This is one of the first conclusions I'd say within a universe. Like we, uh-huh. the, the demise of a character, but it was just within the constraints of two movies, you know? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. So that's it's a like, good point. We, so like we had, we got to see something from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. So it kind of stood out a little bit more to me because it's yeah. the first time encountering that. How do you feel about guardian scenes like that first one with the obelisk? Mm-hmm. So they're fighting this big thing, but there's baby Groot just dancing around <laughs> while all of that shit is happening around him. I think it's very, but on like brand. he's like a focal point. Yeah. I, I like it. that. I love it. I think it's so great. I it's do too. Per, it's the, per, it's the personality. Yeah. And it like, it, yeah, it totally paints the, the livelihood that they have. Yeah. Like it's always just chaotic. <laughs> there's not really a plan, but right. there's kind of a plan. Right. They, they somehow get out of it by chance. That sure. seems to be the sure. MO. Yeah. Drax launches himself into the thing. That's great stuff. <laughs> and it sets the tone for the, for, for them, you know, because they took a chance, you know, when you, when you decide to tackle this sort of movie, you have to take it at a comedic angle. It's like, we have to make this appealing to everyone. Yeah. So they made them the over the top sort of goofy, but also, you know, still serious in a way. And so you don't really see a whole lot of people try to emulate that because they do it so oh, well. That's true. I did that's have a, a realization point. watching that scene though. Mm-hmm. I think that baby group might be the OG baby Yoda. Kind of, you know, mm. kind of. Like oh, we yeah. knew Groot and we thought Groot was cool. Mm-hmm. Baby Groot baby though Groot is next level. Inspired a whole generation of on babe. That's true. <laughs> you know, that's like true. that was a whole thing. Like, right. I, I still go to people's places who I didn't even know they've ever seen a Marvel movie mm-hmm. and they'll have a baby Groot planter Are you serious? or like no. a little succulent inside baby Groot's head. Are that like a <laughs> dashboard little Groot? Yes. That, that dances, dances and wiggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole thing. And I think that that maybe there was some baby Yoda inspiration drawn from that. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I'm okay. not even too familiar with the comics. If baby Groot's even really a thing or like, yeah, a very, I don't know. I have no idea. Very, uh, we thing. know in the comics, there are the sovereign. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm which is a group that we met. Uh, and they're going to be, they've got to be back in Guardians 3 because in the ending credits, they're creating Adam Warlock. Yeah. Which he could potentially continue on in the MCU because right. he's such a huge character, I would think. But I thought, I did not like the Sovereign the first time around. I love them this time I around. think they're yeah. hilarious. I thought they're so freaking funny. It's And then like when they're flying all their ships and everything, it's just like a big arcade. I know, they're all it's playing very video games. Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah it's That's so brilliant. funny. Uh, they're so funny. Yeah, whoever's their like high priestess, or mm-hmm. she was fantastic. With the crown that's built into her chair. Right. <laughs> I love the fact, like, because so they get pissed off at the Guardians because Rocket steals batteries mm-hmm. that mean everything to them. Motherfucking yeah. And so Rocket. now the Guardians are on the death list for the Sovereign, the Sovereign one to kill them. And when they go to try to find Yondu to try to find the Guardians, <laughs> and they're, like, pulling out that carpet for her. Yeah. And they're, like, struggling. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the best. Yeah, I like them a lot. I'm like, the Sovereign kick ass. And it's so gold. I know. So much gold. What do you gold. think that is? Like what that makeup process had to have been like. Oh man. Because that's I, probably practical, some right? kind of air air paint. Yeah. Air like spray thing. Spray. Oh yeah. Because maybe I, like a spray tan type yeah, situation. Yeah, because it would take forever if they Yeah. You couldn't paint oh, everybody. Think about how much makeup has to go into the oh, whole Guardians God. movies though. I know. Because all the prosthetics and then the face stuff. And I forget how they they block out scenes with rocket but i they have somebody crawling or walking on their knees or something right what's his name the uh i think it's james gunn's brother the Mm -hmm. one who's playing the uh the creature in suicide squad have you seen the the screenshots Mm. like the pictures on set of him Mm -hmm. it's him crouching holding a gun yeah and he's standing in for oh no kidding and he does rocket too i think so now this movie does something that movies always do and it is not my favorite thing Hmm. splits up the team I, I agree. I don't like I, it when I was it's not a fan. split up. I don't like it either. That was always my least because, favorite part of Scooby-Doo episodes. And so yeah. They split up the team. Because also, ultimately, at least in my opinion, you're always going to only kind of want to watch one of the storylines. You're going to like one better. You're absolutely going to like one better. And then you're going to end up with a Canto Bite situation Yeah, where yeah. you're like, you know what? I'm not really interested in this side adventure. Can we cut back to the throne room, please? Right. Yeah. Give us more throne room. So you've got, um, you've got 
uh, Quill, you've mm-hmm. got Gamora, you've got Drax, you've got Mantis. They're with Ego. Ego, the living planet, played by Kurt Russell. The living planet. That is that is a tough concept to wrap your brain around. It, I, it really is. And I really don't think I did the first time I saw it. It made more sense to me this time around. I agree with that. But I do think it's... That if is I a, had seen that in a script, I'd be like, okay, that's a... Are we sure? That is a difficult you know? concept to convey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's a celestial. That in itself is a bit of a difficult concept mm-hmm. to put out there on film. But you know what? Kurt Russell was there for it. Yeah, I agree. I thought Kurt Russell did an incredible job going from, aw, Peter Quill found his dad to, oh, oh. this guy is, oh, no. is fucking nuts. Peter Quill found his, <laughs> his planet dad. <laughs> I always knew that Kurt Russell uh, needed to be in a superhero movie. Wasn't he in Sky High, Randy? That's right. He was. And ever since then, I was like, we need to get this guy in a Marvel movie. Well, you know what's so funny is- Sky fucking high, Rave. (laughs) Every every couple months, they'll put out a list of uh, cast if Marvel movie was released in the 90s or the 80s. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he Which was, I love because he, he was always one of those guys who I'm like, you know, the, the ship kind of, you know, that train is sort of passed sort of yeah. thing, but he would have fit in perfectly in some role one way or another. Look at mm-hmm. him in sky high rave. Oh, look at that. You know that saying? is a hero. If I've ever seen one. <laughs> also, uh, Sean gun, check it out. Standing in for Sean gun. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Standing in for, that's and so he plays the one right ravager there. that stays loyal to yeah. mm-hmm. Yondu. Oh, babe. Sweet. Oh, just crawling around playing rockets. <laughs> His poor knees. <laughs> My God. So you got Rocket Groot and Nebula. They end up with Ravagers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nebula is allowed to go off because at this point she still has extreme hatred for Gamora and she's going to extreme isn't even kill her like an ounce of it. It's like so raging. It's shocking that yeah. they ever even exist together yeah. without killing one another. But I love that dynamic though. Me too. I do too. Great. It's just like, Me too. man, a little bit of toxicity going on here in the family. Ooh, but that's why Nebula's character arc is so great. Yeah, it really is. I, I love it. So she's allowed to leave, but Groot, Yondu, and Rocket are going to be killed by Taserface. <laughs> Taserface. <laughs> and it leads to a scene that... Like I said, 2017, I must have been in a dark hole. <laughs> okay. Because now this char- this scene like charmed the crap out of me when they're trying to get uh, Groot to get that um, fin. To get the, for his head. To get yeah. the fin for, for Yondu. Yeah. And it's it takes, funniest. takes forever. He brings back He's underwear. Back all the wrong <laughs> it's stuff. It's the funniest. <laughs> it's so funny. I, I I think love, that's I was so charmed by it. I, Has Baby so, Yoda like melted my heart and has made these scenes not only palatable for well, me but charming for me? You know what it is that and I've noticed Maybe. this too uh, over the years that Marvel movies have sort of softened me in the way, but in like a good way. Oh, Randy. Where at first where I would watch them and be like, oh, this is kind of silly. Mm-hmm. This is kind of ridiculous. Now it's like I'm completely bought into the universe. I love the characters oh, yeah. and what makes the characters the characters. So I kind of agree to what you're saying, though. Like, Baby Yoda sort of, like, you know, opened you up to this sort mm-hmm. of... Uh, I think so. Know, it's, baby just, it's so funny. I, <laughs> it uh, is a ridiculous scene. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so good. Like, imagine if you had released Guardians unsolicited, like, 20, 30 years ago. People would be like, what is this? But for us, who have mm-hmm. gone through the movies and been introduced to these characters, it's yeah. like, oh, we welcome them. Yeah. Now, the one thing I really still don't quite get, mm-hmm. what is Peter Quill? This, you uh, know, that is uh, that a hundred percent agree with you, yeah. and that is my, I think, my main question. Yeah, from the movie, especially since we see him later on, mm-hmm. and we don't see this other side of him kind of come out again. Right. This so I connection don't, to the light. Right. So I don't really. What is that? Still not really getting. Okay, that is that. a bit foggy yeah. for me. Makes me a little anxious at the fact that we only might have one more movie. Because after this, too, we, we don't really learn more about him. It's just sort of... Yeah, I don't he's know. He's just a, a piece to the Avengers and whatnot. Yeah. that it, They made the light baseball and threw it back and forth. I mean, that was cute. Yeah. It was. But what but can what he is do that? exactly? Like, and what is he exactly? Is that energy? Is mm-hmm. that photons? Is that... What is that? And since they 
did that come directly from ego? And right. Was now it just that manifesting ego is exploded, is right, now Peter right. Quill just a dude? Does it only, is it something only he can harness in space? We didn't see him harness it in Infinity War or Endgame. No, that, and that's yeah. my point. Like, it's never addressed mm-hmm. after this point. And so maybe in Guardians 3, we'll see that kind of expanded upon. Maybe. But at least for now. I hope so. I, we're kind I of think left we're going, not huh? the only ones with questions about no. it. I, the only question I do have, though, is if we do get reintroduced to it in the third one, where, you know, like, where do we go from there, though? If, mm. if like that's the end of Guardians, like where does that knowledge, like, with that Maybe knowledge? Maybe he becomes a planet, too. <laughs> Just explodes into go, a planet. We're going to go visit Quill. The Quill planet. <laughs> the planet of Quill. Uh, that was messed up because Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was a great, it was a great arc for Quill, mm-hmm. except for a lot of it was confusing. I mean, finally yeah. finds his dad, is very excited. Yeah. Then. Apprehensive. Eventually finds out dad killed mom. Yeah. And found out that Yondu was actually way more of a father to him than anybody else has ever been. Mm-hmm. Whew. Turns out Yondu was real dad. Yeah. Yeah, this movie hit uh, a lot harder the second time around. I bet it did, Randy. I bet it, it did. Like I feel you. Uh, and, you know, what's his name? Ego didn't even care about all the kids that didn't have the connection to the light and just left all their skeletons in the middle of the planet. Crazy, right? That is messed up shit. It Crazy. is some messed up shit. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. Uh, I did, like I said, think Kurt Russell did an incredible job. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. And I, it made me kind of sad. Because I don't know that I've seen Kurt Russell in much after this movie, honestly. Oh, yeah? Is he not working? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure he's done stuff. Did the but nothing uh, come after this? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I guess 2018? so. Yeah, I didn't really... I didn't see that. <laughs> I, want him, I want him in like a more marvel role again. Okay. Look, his son's doing it. Yeah, I know. Why can't Kurt do it? Wyatt, we shout have, out to Wyatt. We have an out just... Use some dimensional shit and bring people there back. There you go. Exactly. Now there is, this movie is a feelings factory. Oh man. It's, I mean, the first one definitely had some Abe moments, mm-hmm. but this is absolutely ramped up the emotional life. Yeah. <laughs> Nebula and Gamora fight it out mm-hmm. with Gamora telling her, you will always be my sister. Mm. That was great. I was like, where's this goddamn That record? was great. And then Nebula leaves anyway. But it was something she always wanted to hear. And it's important that she did leave. Mm -hmm. She's going off to fight Thanos. Mm -hmm. Gamora accepts that, yes, there are an unspoken thing between her and Quill. Isn't that sweet? Sexually. (laughs) Drax, (laughs) while not physically attracted to Mantis, understands that she is a good person. I love that. I love the Drax-Mantis vibes. (laughs) And how he just says she's hideous. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. Like we were talking about Dave Bautista a little while ago, but I love Dave Bautista in these movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is, I, I think honestly, without Dave Bautista, it would be, I mean, the humor factor would be way lower. Oh, I agree. Oh, they've definitely keyed on the humorous part of Drax. And I don't, oh, I actually just saw um, a deleted, did we talk about this? I forget. But, or I saw a video that was talking about what lines in Marvel movies have been improv. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was Infinity War um, where Iron Man says, I'll do you one better. Who oh, is Gamora? Right. 
And, uh, and and he says, "What he is?" He says, Gamora? "I'll do you one better. What is Gamora?" What and is then, Gamora? Yeah, that was, I guess, just thrown in there by Dave Batista. <laughs> uh, how is Gamora? So funny. Even Love Rocket him. has an emotional arc. There's a, a he gets emotionalized. He really gets emotionalized. Yeah, and I got emotionalized mm-hmm. watching Rocket get emotionalized. I got. He it. could only lose one member of his family today. Yeah. Ouch. Doesn't that blow? It kicked me in the feels many times. There's so, and again, that's there's this one is so much more a feelings factory than the mm-hmm. first one. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. It's all familial. It's all you know. I have loved you for years, but never told you. Mm-hmm. Or I yeah. thought you loved me. It turns out you're a planet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, corny humor. You know, we talked about Groot going to try to get the fin. Yeah. What about when they're making the seven hundred jumps? <laughs> I forgot about that completely. <laughs> I also like in the beginning when they're uh, flying the ship and they're switching the controls back and forth between yeah. Quill and Rocket, and just the the ship is like yeah. bouncing between <laughs> these asteroid mines. <laughs> the so action funny. is great. Oh, it really yeah. is. The action awesome. is top notch because there's always so many things to follow mm-hmm. because the Sovereign are always showing up. Yeah, yeah. And so and I like, love, they're I love, battling here, battling here. Oh, there's the Sovereign again. And right. I love how much in space time we have. I know. A lot of I in love space being time. in space. Yeah. Me too. Um, look, I, I thought the editing in that final sequence was incredible. There's so much happening. There really is. Quill's battling Ego, Rocket's around trying to battle, and the only person that can really save them by blowing up Ego's <laughs> brain is Groot. That whole thing about pressing the right button <laughs> oh so they God. don't explode right now? <laughs> and in the midst of complete chaos? <laughs> and then they're like, does anybody have tape? <laughs> like, what was that? And you can hear Quill asking all the members, do they have tape? Oh, man. <laughs> what was that? I have that. It was so much better, That's by the so way. so brilliant. I watched with headphones on. Yeah. So much better with headphones and or surround sound. I bet things are bouncing all over the I place. I bet you can hear that can, even better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, I had the sound bar cranked Yeah, and I was like, Oh my God, That's he's legit fun. asking everybody if they have tape. I completely <laughs> forgot. all. Gamora, <laughs> do you have tape? <laughs> Nobody has tape. <laughs> and see, that's something that only like the guardians of the galaxy can do at least currently. Right. Is that level of band of misfit type of that thing. That is true. I don't even you know? even know what's on the docket. They could be like the the same level of ridiculousness. Yeah, I don't but know. But yet still emotionalize you. Yeah. There's emotionalizing and <laughs> ridiculizing. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, Baby Groot figures this out. They get Ego blown up. Everybody escapes except for Yondu. He gives Peter the spacesuit. Flies up. God damn it. Whew. That was a rough one. And then. Oh, yeah. They're all reunited. It's the funeral for Yondu and the Ravagers show up. They give him respect at the end. Respect he never got because he was the one delivering all those kids to Ego and that Mm -hmm. was against their code. But in the end, he saved his son. In the end, Sylvester Stallone is happy with him. Randy. What emotional beat did this hit? Oh, did water man. leak from your eyeball? <sighs> this is okay. Yeah, I teared up. I teared yeah, up. Of as course. Close, as yeah. close as I'm going to get to tearing up. Of course. Yeah. Because this movie just hits so different the second time it around. It does. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, I forgot where I was reading it, but they were talking about how when an album gets released, it's typically kind of frowned upon when someone puts a review out within hours because mm-hmm. it's like you haven't listened to the full thing. You haven't watched you it. Haven't you haven't lived with it for a minute. Yeah, you haven't yeah. picked up the nuances, all that mm-hmm. stuff. This movie, the first time around, was just sort of, you know, just going through it, trying to continue the story. In the moment, you're looking forward to like, okay, what's down the road? You know, yeah. the Avengers, right. what's happening next? Now that the dust is all settled and we know we're moving on to something different, you can kind of revisit this and just sort of, embra- you know, enjoy it for what it was. Mm-hmm. And the movie hits very different the second time around. I loved it. Such a good movie. Yeah, I do. I think that's a great point that you have to sit with things mm-hmm. a little bit longer. I think we all, I mean, we do first reaction podcasts right. all the time. Right. Yeah. 
But we often, I mean, we've covered things multiple times where we all revisit and com- feel completely mm-hmm. different. Like, oh yeah, our Star Wars lists are constantly changing. Right, very mm-hmm. fluid. Our MCU favorite movies constantly changing. Yeah, and I do agree that I one thing I and you just mentioned it, but one thing that I definitely took away is I do appreciate being able to watch a movie and the story is contained within the movie. Mm-hmm. Like we we are constantly, like you said, Randy worried about what's happening next in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Right. What cameo is going to happen? Is this person going to show up? Is Mephisto behind this? Is right. all that. Yeah. And I love doing that. I love speculating. But I also just like watching a standalone movie that has its own significance in of itself. And yes, it has some, it matters to the overall world. But right. for the most part, mm-hmm. anything that happened in this movie, it didn't really matter to everything that going right. on in the MCU. Right, right, right. And it I like to be the able to see story other right. than Adam Warlock's coming on the canvas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, like I like, I do like to get a film and a story that's just kind of a standalone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, the, I like it when it's a little bit more self-contained as much as I agreed. like things being sure, part sure. of the, the greater picture. Cause I always felt like guardians was his own universe within mm-hmm. a universe. It does seem like that you know? because yeah. even with the early uh, movies from Marvel, like in, within those standalone films, uh, we were continuing the story, but also it would be they face a villain, the villain's done. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing really carried over, mm-hmm. or at least right. nothing carried over to like a an end, such like the one we encountered in the Guardians too. Yeah, and then you know we had like yeah, movies with the Avengers, and then you know them fighting, but all of this was just taking us to the next step. Like we knew right. yeah. it was going on, it was continuing. This to me was the first time we encountered an end in Marvel. Mm-hmm. That was at least significant to a certain extent. It wasn't just mm-hmm. some random villain that showed up. This is a character that carried over two films and then came to like a satisfying yeah. conclusion, like a story yeah. arc overall. Mm-hmm. So very satisfying. I was sad. I was completely satisfied. Randy. <laughs> yeah. I was sad and satisfied. Sad yes. is fine. Sad is fine. <laughs> I like it. Stanley's cameo in this movie is so funny. I know. He's boring the watchers. And all yeah. the watchers <laughs> do is watch. I know. And he's boring them. I know. I thought that was so great. It really is. Uh, apparently, we're going to see the watchers in What If. I think I read somewhere that they kind of introduce each scenario. Okay. Of what okay. we're going to be seeing. I would like to think we'd encounter them in the Eternals or something or something down the line. Uh, yeah. We I might. To me, to me, they, they've always been like a mysterious sort of presence. I'm mm-hmm. like, what even are they? You know? Yeah. That's a good question. And like we we're talking about before, one of the things Guardians really has going for it is the soundtrack. The soundtrack oh. is a separate character. Absolutely it is. And it's just weaved in and out so well. And you know what? The other thing too is that it, I'll, I think it allowed a whole different group of people to love these movies. Yeah. Mm. Like my, my mom has no interest okay. in Marvel movies. Not that she actively has disinterest, but sure, she sure. just doesn't have any interest in seeking them out. Mm-hmm. But I brought the guardians of the galaxy soundtrack home, started listening to it. And she's like, this is great. What is this from guardians of the galaxy? We watched it. She loved it. Yeah. How would you rank the uh, the uh, soundtracks? Would you say the a first? Pl- a plus. No, I'm saying like, would you say the first Guardians had a better soundtrack or the second one? Um, I don't know. I think, mm-hmm. I can't say because it's been forever since I've seen the first Guardians. Yeah. Guardians 2 has an A plus soundtrack. It's so I good. I, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Thursday of last week, mm-hmm. uh, James Gunn, who's always super vocal on Twitter, which is pretty cool. He said the soundtrack for the third one is done. And so okay. oh, nice. of the year, which I find super, kind of fascinating that he like he decides what songs are kind of going to set what moods, and then from there he molds it into film. right. Oh, that and is that's what he was talking about cool. doing with Guardians too. Like he agonized over the songs first, and then See, fits that's really I did not know that songs. That's wild. That is Isn't very it? wild. That's a very that's a big decision to make before anything right. is shot and do you, edited. Do you think like he's listening that's to massive. some of the music while they're filming stuff? Probably. Yeah. I, that I, is I would think so. That's so cool. Cause there's all kinds of emotional, like if you're specifically choosing the song to, and then forming mm-hmm. the scene around it. Yeah. You'd absolutely have to listen to it. Wow. So, you know, they that's pick, wild. They I didn't pick, know that, you know, <laughs> Brandy. And so right. then, so you know, you can picture the storyboard and how you want the scenes to look mm-hmm. riding in a convertible and it's sunny out and singing Brandy and standing up in the car and just hair blowing everywhere. It just works. I mean, it, look, it is without a doubt true that soundtrack 
and sound in general. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are massively important to movies and mm-hmm. TV. Oh, gosh. oh yes. yeah. There's great people on YouTube that swap out soundtracks for different movies, like different moments mm-hmm. in movie history. And it is so funny. Like I, somebody did it. You'll have to look it up. Go on YouTube and search it. You can find it. Somebody took a, a scene of Darth Vader, like getting off one of the Imperial shuttles and walking into one of these hangars mm-hmm. on a mm-hmm. starship. And they, you know, the Darth Vader theme. Dun, dun, sure. dun, 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 dun. So like dark and aggressive mm-hmm. and all that stuff. They swapped it out for something completely different. He comes off so silly and he doesn't even like, he's not scary. <laughs> it's so right interesting and it's so important to a movie and so is sound like yeah they always taught you that in film school if if um sound is never forgiven pictures forgiven like if you have a shitty That's picture a and great sound yeah. it, the audience will be fine if you have a great picture and shitty sound yeah they're like what yeah what's happening interesting well i want to key on one song okay fleetwood mac the chain and i was like yes they used fleetwood mac the chain not once Twice. Mm. Twice. When Quill breaks away from his father at the end, yep. he breaks the chain. I caught it, Rave. And I was like, hell yeah. Now, this is not the Fleetwood Mac version. No. Cameron and I discovered this one day. It is Harry Styles. Hell yeah. Listen to the wind blow. Watch the sun rise. Oh. Thanks, Smoke a cigarette or something. I love this song. <laughs> Running in the shadows, damn your love, damn your lies. Oh, yeah. Say what, Rave? And if you don't love me now, you will never love me again. I can still hear you saying you would never break the chain. So good, god damn it. On a motorcycle, man. yeah. Oh. Let's go smoke and <laughs> ride a motorcycle. Let's go chain smoke and ride some motorcycles. No helmets. We discovered this by happenstance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because think back to the early days of COVID. This was the <laughs> early days of COVID, probably mm-hmm. like April 2020. Wow. And it was. It was April 2020. Because we yeah. were Forever doing. Ago. Uh, Clone Wars season seven podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we would watch an episode, but we were watching it at iHeart Los Angeles at work where we work. And so, you know, you'd have to go in there and you would have to wipe Set up all down, the things. You know, wiping everything and yep. setting everything up. And they have these three screens that we would watch on and the sound kicks ass in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. But, and we, not, but we would have to do a speaker test. Right. And so every day we'd go in there and... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's working, Rave. <laughs> it's working. Every time I hear that song, that's yes, I literally I know. am I teleported to that, that conference room. Yes. But one day it wasn't working. And the only thing we could hear <laughs> was that kick drum. And then it was like <laughs> <laughs> So now every time anytime I hear the chain, whether it's that, whether it's Fleetwood Mac, that's where I go. I uh, mm. completely agree. To the moment where it wasn't working. The building is empty. Yeah. Because nobody's around. We found one engineer and he was able to fix it. Honestly, it emotionalizes me. It doesn't? Yeah, I, it really does. It emotionalizes me in that whew, I'm glad we're not there anymore. It it depends on the day. It can emotionalize mm. me differently. Sometimes okay. it's that. Other times it's like I'm very thankful that that show came out at the beginning of the pandemic that clone wars oh, came yeah. out at the beginning of that the we pandemic had something to cling so we to. had something oh to fucking talk about <laughs> and enjoy yeah oh man you know but then when i heard fleetwood mac the chain in guardians 2 early i was like yes <laughs> yeah baby. but then they played it in a huge scene yeah when peter quill's like the no best. i am not gonna be your puppet i am breaking the chain <laughs> dad yeah 
Planet Dad. Take that, Planet Dad. Let's play baseball with this orb of my energy stuff. Listen to the wind. Yes. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Harry. I'm listening. I support you in your listening to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy that I picked this movie. I was hesitant. I am too. No, I'm very happy. Because I didn't care for it, like I said. Yeah. And I didn't want to do a podcast where I was just going to be shitting on everything. Right. We do enough of those. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, but I was so delighted. I was so happy. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to be watching Guardians of the Galaxy like within a few days here. Yeah. The first one. Because like nice. I said, I haven't seen it in quite a while. Good. I don't think it will affect how I feel about Guardians 2. I don't think it will either. Because I just wanted to watch it, like you said, as a, as a self-contained movie. Yeah. This is the movie I'm checking out, and I A minus it. Yeah. Okay. Still not. I think it's a fair grade. Happy with your B minus. Look, you're gonna have to get over it. You're gonna have to break (laughs) the chain between us. Ah, there we go. See what I did there? Music. I like what you did there. You like it, Randy? (laughs) Just Just break the chain, Rave. (laughs) Listen to the wind blow. Okay. Let me hear it. Listen to the wind blow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, before we wrap it up, mm-hmm. I do want to shout out our good friend Jenny and her sweetheart Alan. They are great friends of us. They're really cool people. I, I love them. And Alan just got an editing job at Marvel Studios. Yeah. Ever heard of it? I'm so happy for him. The last time we spent time with the two of them together was at the Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Far From Home I premiere. Thought that was the, I yeah. thought that was when we saw them together. We worked with Jenny at iHeart. Yeah. And so that's how we knew her and we knew what a nerd she is. Mm-hmm. And Alan just as big. And so the fact that he got this gig, oh my God, this is so, so huge for him. How are either of them containing themselves so right awesome. now? <laughs> well, I send her a personal message, uh, you know, say, tell Alan congratulations yeah. and that we're real thrilled for him. And... When it is revealed what project he's working on, we want him on the podcast. Yes, to talk, talk about. Yeah, so that will fill in the blank. So that cool. will be happening. That's so cool. I'm so I'm just absolutely tickled. A friend of mine does the um, so she works for this company, which I did not know this was a thing, but it is. The visual effects artists do all the scenes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they send it off to this company that like quadruple checks everything. Oh. And so my friend works for this company that works with Marvel. That's cool. And on all these projects. And they basically QC all the, the visual mm. effects and they'll make little tweaks here and there. And they employ people who uh, were otherwise having a, tr- a hard time getting a job because of previous work history or, or whatever their situation is. It's a really cool company. But they, I mean, it's a pretty indirect involvement yeah. in like the, the, you know, the meat and potatoes of making mm-hmm. the movie. But her name is in all of the credits of That's everything cool. we've watched, and I like she could not be happier with being somewhat involved. That's and so like, cool. Ah, oh, I'm so I'm hell's gels. Damn, you know, cool. But good for Alan. Good for Alan. Good I for know. Jenny. She she's thrilled. Uh, she moved on from iHeart. She was not fired, but she got another job during pandemic. I miss Jenny. And the yeah. other day, I was walking through. Somebody random is at her desk. I'm so glad Are we're addressing serious? this. I'm very I, unhappy about it. Somebody's at her desk? Yeah. I saw her too. She had a... I don't like it. What's her name? I don't know, but her screen was like the history of rock and roll. I'm like... Ugh. Jenny would have had yeah, a you better watch out. What's why your is, name? Why isn't there MCU stuff? I up miss on here? our Godzilla talks, Jenny. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put, I'm gonna put some them. MCU stuff over there. Yeah. Whoever what's her face is, she's going to get some MCU stuff. She'll be like, why is there a giant lizard on my table? <laughs> uh, okay. Speaking of exciting. Yes. Next up for the rewatch project is Randy's pick. Exciting. Randy's pick. It's Randy's pick. Randy's pick. Let's get excited. <laughs> Let me hit that again. Randy's pick. Let's get excited. <laughs> All right, Randy. Let's get excited. There we go. There we go. Okay. Ugh. It's working. The button's working mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> what Got is it. Randy's pick? So I think it's well known amongst the group that my least favorite Marvel movie, or at least one of my least favorite Marvel movies, is Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Black Panther, that's right. And admittedly, I've never rewatched it. Okay. I've, you sort, not. Of, so, I've sort of seen snippets of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've kind of fallen asleep 
in it. Oh you my know? God. Or, okay. Or I'll, like, I'll walk into people watching it and I'll sit down and watch a little bit of it. But again, this is a movie that I will be revisiting with a different mindset than where I was when I first saw it, knowing now of what's happened with the cast, the direction yeah. in which the show's going. So I'm, I am sincerely looking forward to watching this again. Oh. We're so. watching Black Panther. Black Panther. I never would have thought gentlemen. that would have been Randy's pick. I am very wow. shocked by that. I, wow. It's just, it's one of those. That's that, the like, last thing I thought he would pick. Well, you know what it is too? It's one of those things where I always hear people talking about how much they enjoy it and how much they love it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't want to be one of those. Pa- I don't want to pander and, and go into being like, I'm going to love it guys and come back being like, guys, it was a 10 out of 10. But sure. I know now that I'm, I'm going to be approaching it differently, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Not to say I'm, I'm not going to view it the same way I did the first time, but it's just sort of like I now know that things are different, and I think I'm going to be feeling different too when I watch this as well. This is going to be an emotional thing. So it's going to be very emotional. Thanks a lot, Randy. Yeah, you're going to emotionalize me. Choice, this is what Randy. you get, Randy, for making me cry. <laughs> this is what you get. This is what you get. <laughs> Black Panther. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm down. I'm definitely looking forward to this. I love Black but like Panther. I said, it, it's going to be emotionalizing. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I'll be emotionalized. In a big way. Uh, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us, Nerdin' Out LA on Facebook and Twitter. Nerdin' Out on Instagram. We do have a giveaway going on right now. Mm-hmm. We talked about those blockbuster <laughs> candles. That oh my smell god, that's right! Like yeah. the inside of a blockbuster video. Yeah, yeah. So this is a Marvel Monday. You have today and you have tomorrow, the seventeenth and the eighteenth of May. That's so funny. So definitely get registered to win one of these blockbuster candles. The Cameron says legit <laughs> smells like blockbuster. It really does. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, bring one in. I want to smell. I got both of you one. I just okay. have to remember oh, yeah. to put them on my bag. They really do make a candle out of every uh, of everything. They right? really, yeah, they do. Pretty this much. one smells like it says on the box: carpet fibers, <laughs> plastic from the VHS tapes, and butter. Okay. Side, side note: I would uh, love for someone who makes candles to explain to me the process and how to like you encapsulate those sorts of smells. Yeah, into a carpet candle. fibers. You have to melt the carpet. (laughs) I assume. All right. What other thing can you do? So, like I said, that's on our Instagram, nerding out on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be back next week for Marvel Monday. It stays on Monday for a little bit longer. Sing it, Randy. Listen to the wind blow. Come on, you know every word. Don't pretend like you don't. Come on, Randy. I shouldn't be singing. Here we go. We'll sing it together. Ready? Three, two. Running in the shadows. Randy, your homework is to listen to some Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that's. But you know this part because it's the most popular part. And if you don't love me, there he goes. You will never love me again. Randy sings the hits. (laughs) Now that's what I call Randy. (laughs) Nerdy. Oh, shit.